0: Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast, and we're back with another Brilliant at the Basics podcast series, and today we're going to be talking about uh, making offers on properties and how to keep it really, really simple, how to quickly estimate comps, how to quickly estimate repairs. It doesn't have to be complicated, and you know what? It's okay. Just get it close, right, and make the offer. Uh, if you want more information about working with me and Peter, where we can set up all your systems, set up all your marketing, give you a business in a box, go to peterandjoe.com, peterandjoe.com. We also wrote a book about all the things that we do. Its, it's book is called Brilliant at the Basics. And if you just want our book, you can go to freebasicbook.com, freebasicbook.com. But Peter, how are, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on again.
0: I love doing these shows because it really is – it's helpful for me to just remind myself of keeping things simple, right? Mm -hmm. We tend to complicate this business. At least I do. And a lot of people I know listening to this get overwhelmed with all of this huge amounts of information. I mean, on the internet today, you can get so much from different websites and forums and Facebook, and you're just bombarded with emails and information. And it can become intimidating and really overwhelming when you see all of this stuff that's coming in and you're like, what do I do now? And, And then when it comes to making offers, Case in point, we tend to make this really, really complicated, really difficult, and it doesn't need to be. So Peter, talk real quickly about why it doesn't have to be complicated. Why, how do you make it so easy? How do you keep it basic?
1: Well, the, the, first of all, the, the, the thing that really, I think, complicates it for so many investors is the preliminary work they tend to do before making an offer. You, know, you hear so many times, new investors, sometimes even more advanced investors, they do a lot of research ahead of time. You know, they're comping the property. They're trying to put – sometimes I even hear people driving out to that property, seeing how much work it needs to be done. And look, you and I both know that reality is most of the time when we make an offer, it's not going to be a deal. I mean that's just the nature of the beast in this business. That has nothing to do with you or I. That's how reality works. So if you invest most of your time on the front-end evaluation of the property, and we already know that the back-end piece, the actual offer most of the time will not get invested then it could be argued most of the time you're doing is just flat out wasted. Yeah. So we take a totally different approach here. We do zero due diligence on the front end. Our, our strategy is very simple. We want to make as many offers as possible because our philosophy is this. The deal doesn't really start till some kind of an offer gets accepted at some kind of a level. Now, look, again, you don't want to just make blind offers, just kind of, you know, totally, you know, head in the sand kind of offers. So we do have some basic, basic principles, basic numbers we follow with our negotiators, but they're very basic. So, for instance, you know, first you got to figure out what your model is. Our model is, you know, we wholesale a ton of deals here, so we know wholesaling is based upon cash flow. So this is how easy it is for us to make offers. I mean, it is no more difficult than that. We know that a property fifty thousand or under tends to cash flow. It, it just it, that's just how things work out. Okay. So literally, we instruct our negotiators, if it's a $50,000 under property, just get it as cheap as you can, negotiate the best deal, and let's go forward. That's it. I mean, no due deal, no, no, like, you know, that's it. Simple as that. Now, once we get it under contract, once we get it tied up, then we'll go through the process of due diligence. But see, at that point, we're investing our time on things that legitimately we have the ability to buy, not... Things that we absolutely have almost no chance to buy. So the goal in the beginning, make as many offers as possible. Figure out in your marketplace kind of what the sweet spot is. You know, if you're a wholesaler looking to wholesale cash flow deals, figure out kind of where you have to be in the ballpark for the rental rates to make sense. And then just make offers accordingly. Now, if we get into a little bit more expensive deals like equity play deals, well, our negotiators are sitting in front of computers and they're just working off Zillow. That's it. So then we're talking to a seller, they're just putting in, you know, 123 Main Street, Atlanta, Georgia. It shows them, you know, Zillow showing this is a $200,000 property. We may do a little configuration, you know, two three bedrooms, pull some legit pull some basic comps and just strictly go off, you know, 30% or 25% below that. That's it. Yeah. So literally our due diligence is done at the exact same time we're talking to sellers because talking to sellers is the key. And then what you want to do is you want to get in the ballpark somewhere, get the contract locked up somewhere where you're potentially, potentially looking at a at a good deal. Then you're into to do diligence and then you figure out, do you got to renegotiate it? Are you so far off you just kick it out of the kick it out totally or do you move forward? So keep it basic. Keep it simple. Don't waste a lot of time in a preliminary work. Spend an overwhelming majority of your time talking to sellers putting offers out, get them in a ballpark, then do some due diligence in a back end.
0: That is so, so critically important and so good what you just said. I think people need to pause this, go back, rewind it, and listen to what Peter just said. You make your money when you make offers. I mean, the more offers you make, the more money you're going to make in this business. You, you talked to, to Peter and some of the biggest wholesalers out there that are doing a bunch of deals. They don't even listen to the voicemails as they come in. And if they do, it's just real quickly, you know. But it's like you've got a phone number; you're on the phone immediately with that seller. Doesn't matter if they hung up. Doesn't matter if they left a voicemail or not. Every phone call that comes in is a lead. I was just talking to one of our clients in St. Louis, Peter, and uh, he just made 25 grand on a deal. This is Ronnie, and uh, it was a hang up. So this seller didn't even leave a message; just hung up. Calls the guy back, and the guy says, "I want 90 for it." And then Peter, I mean uh, Ronnie, looked at Zillow, and just did a quick took like twenty five, thirty percent off of Zillow, and realized you know what that's pretty close. Okay, fine, I'll get you a contract. And so Ronnie actually, this is a funny story. He actually went there, to the seller, got it under contract, and started. So he got it under contract for ninety, and he started advertising it for one hundred and five. But get this, he advertised, and he sent it out to his buyers list, and he didn't get any response. He didn't get any. And he t- finally talked to one guy, and he said. That number is so full of crap. He said, there's no way that you can sell a property that cheap in this neighborhood. You're just trying to throw a dummy ad out there so you can build your buyer's list and get us to call you, right? And so he said, well, uh, no, I mean, this is really a legitimate deal. And the guy hung up, didn't believe him. So what Ronnie did is he went and he started advertising it on uh, – so that was to his buyer's list, right? They ignored it. So then he started advertising it on Craigslist. He did some postlets and V-flyers and started sending it out. And he bumped the price up to 115 to make it more believable. Got flooded with calls. Flooded with calls. And so he sold, I think he's closing this week, and uh, he's going to make a $25,000 profit on this thing. He's got a buyer that they're just will, will throwing money at him. So my point is this. He didn't, he, and he's a rookie. I mean, he's new in this business. The thing I like about him is that he's just, he's just, you tell him what to do, and, and and he'll go and do it 100 times more than what y- he was supposed to do it. You tell him to jump, he says, how high? So then he's he's going out there. This lead comes in. It's a hang up. He doesn't care. He calls him back right away. The seller tells him, I want 90 for it. He says, fine. And he sends an offer, not really even studying it that much, not looking at the repair estimates, not looking at all this due diligence. And then, and then he makes 25 grand on the deal. So many of us Especially when you're getting started, you, you, know, you want to listen to the voicemails in a lot of detail. You want to get the address, and you want to pull property comps and details before you even call the seller. And we're just trying to tell you, stop doing that. Right? I think your main point is, Peter, if it's close, get it under contract, right? Make the offer.
1: There, there's, there's absolutely no question. Remember, don't look for the perfect deal. Ronnie actually kind of walked into it if you see it. Yeah. But most of the time, most of the time, you got to work the perfect deal, right? So if it's anywhere in a ballpark, get it tied up, get it under contract, do the due diligence, utilize the due diligence as a time frame to really evaluate it. Utilize your due diligence numbers as a time to, if you got to go back and to renegotiate it. You know what I mean? The key to this business, I always tell people control real estate, control real estate, get as many of it. Look, no one's ever made any money by having zero properties under contract. But there's a lot of people out there spending a tremendous amount of time doing a lot of stuff and have zero under contract. Okay? And then there's people uh, who are very focused in this business. They're not doing the 20,000 different things. They're very focused on just a couple things. They have tons of things under contract. They're the ones making all the money. So if you feel like you're already in a ballpark, get that thing tied up.
0: And let's talk real quickly about how you quickly calculate your offers, maybe. Um, one of the ways, I'll just say how I do it, and I, th- I think it's similar. I-, I just take the Zillow value times uh, 70%, and that's what I-, what I offer. Don't necessarily even worry about repairs because I can renegotiate the price after I get it under contract, after I see the repairs, and I can renegotiate it down a little bit. Um, because in every contract you send, there's an inspection period. It's legitimate, right? It's an inspection period, and and that's where you do your due diligence. Um, when it comes to a property that needs, that's a rental property, something that under fifty grand, and this is real similar to St. Louis and Atlanta and most of the most of the country. Um, you can do a simple. You you want to base your offers on a return on investment, and so a simple way to do that for me is I know my buyers will buy properties at 35 times rent. They'll be all in at 35 times rent. And every market's different. So all you need to do is, again, is go to Zillow, find the, Zillow rest, the rent estimate on Zillow, times that by 35, and that's what you know my investors are going to be, want to be all in at. And then I use a simple formula for repairs, and this is probably even more complicated than Peter makes it, but I'll tell you what I do. If they say it doesn't need any work, I do $5 a square foot. If they say it needs a little bit of work or just cosmetics, I'll do $10 a square foot. If it's a full gut rehab, I do $15 a square foot. And these are just rentals. This is just to get it rent ready. So $5, $10, $15. And I take the 35 times rent minus repairs based on that 5, 10, 15 and minus my wholesale fee. And that's what I offer. And that's if the seller won't give me a number um, and or if I'm countering back. Does that make sense, Peter?
1: No, no, very complicated, (laughs) uh, (laughs) as always. (laughs) Thanks. But look again. It's if if it works for you, it works for you. We just simply go here. Here's the great thing, and you know this. It doesn't matter what market you're in. Rents are usually rents. You know, it's not like all of a sudden you go five miles down the road and you're getting ten thousand dollars a month, and you go five miles the other way, you're getting five hundred dollars a month. Usually, you know, you got those pockets, but usually rents are pretty much the same in the rental type of areas. So we just know that look in a You know, in in, in these 20 zip codes here in Atlanta, if we can buy stuff that's rent ready and literally we don't we don't get as sophisticated as you do. We just tell them, look, can we move a tenant in there tomorrow? If they see we can move a tenant in there, we just go off their numbers. And we know that if we're at certain price purchase price or below and if it's rent ready, that's all we got to do. We don't care about what the value is on Zillow. We don't care about do we have equity. We're just we just we just work like that. So. Um, again, the, the, the key, to I think, to what you said and what I said, figure out what your market will bear. Figure out what your market will bear. You know, go talk with some other wholesalers, look at their flyers, figure out what investors are looking for, and then it's very easy to kind of duplicate. And that, those are kind of the mirror image mark deals that you're looking to come up with.
0: And you can always renegotiate. It's, it's okay to renegotiate. I want everybody to breathe a sigh of relief and just relax and say, you know what, it's Okay. I can renegotiate. It's all right. So cool, Peter. This has been a great, another great episode in my humble and correct opinion. And uh, I just want to let everybody know, uh, Peter and I would love to work with you. And uh, we have a website, peterandjoe.com, peterandjoe.com. It explains our program where we will actually set up your business, create your systems, do your marketing for you. It doesn't get any more simple than that. And the all you need to worry about is start answering the phones. And we've got a whole support team that will support you. We've got virtual assistants that will support you. We even have VAs that will do all of your follow-up. It's it's crazy awesome. So go to peterandjoe.com to get more information on that. I think, Peter, the next Basics video that we do should probably be about negotiating, renegotiating with sellers. Would that be all right? Perfect. Okay, guys. Take care. Okay. See ya. Bye-bye. Thanks.